When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Kev. Um, it's a show that's been thrown together in the last hour because <laughs> the PGMOL have released the audio surrounding the disallowed goal for Luis Diaz in Liverpool's game against Spurs at the, what's it, the, what's it called? The London, no, the Tottenham Stadium. Um, Tottenham Stadium, the London yeah. Stadium, but it, well, You know where it was. That's West Ham. Um, yeah, yeah, West Ham is the London Stadium. They're so original, what do you do? Um, but this audio is being released tonight. Um, me and Kev said we jump on, do a half an hour or so just discussing it. We're going to go through a word for word. We would love to play it for you in its entirety, but as soon as you do that, you get done for copyright infringement. And um, yeah, um, YouTube aren't my favourite people at the moment, so if they go and do something to me on that, they definitely wouldn't be my fav- most favourite people. Um, let me see, let me see. Um, Kev, <laughs> it's uh, like that, isn't it? This it is ha- I- so. This happens, right? This happens, and then we done shows on Saturday evening. We done shows on Sunday. We done one last night, and I think all the people on it were all different contributors. So there was different views all the way, th- not different views, but different voices all the way through. All right, um, and we're kind of waiting and waiting, and you know, you've you've literally spent probably forty eight hours looking at online at people that just literally haven't got a clue what they're talking about because they just think that this is Liverpool giving out. And I'm sure, it happens to everyone. What's the problem? You know, it's it's madness. But then the audio comes out, and before we go into word by word, word for word, Jesus Christ, Kev, I thought it was going to be bad, but that is just abysmal absolutely abysmal from everyone involved by the way from everybody involved almost the only one who comes out of this the only one who comes out of this with any credit at all is the guy who normally wouldn't say a word for 95 minutes of a match and that's the video guy who draws the lines on the pitch yeah everyone else has a disaster and I'd almost give Hooper a bit of a pass on this because he he can only go on the information that he's been fed by Darren England. He can't see a screen. He doesn't. He hears the audio, but as far as he's concerned, he can only go with what he's been told. Wouldn't give him a pass on much else for everything that he did after that. Mm-hmm. But um, when you look, when you, I listened to it, and I was like, nah, I got to listen to this again. And sixth, my sixth time of listening to it, I text you. Yeah. I was like, have, have you heard this? And it was like, I earlier in the day, I was sat at work, I was bored. 
and it popped up on YouTube the um the the Virgil van Dyke video with all of the voices and everything. You could hear everything that was going yeah. on in that one. So I listened to it. And it was just a wall of noise, an absolute wall of noise. And you really had you almost had to read the text to find out who was saying what to who and when. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting to hear on this. I was expecting to hear an absolute wall of noise with everybody talking. And that's not what we got. It was it was the opposite of everything that I expected to hear. And it was worse than anything that I could have imagined. After reading the original statement, I was sat there. I digest that on the post-match show. I was, I was sat there. I read it to myself. For, and I was sat there silent for about two minutes because I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I was the same again after watching this. And I was just like, I can't believe what I've just listened to. I have to go and find the transcript of what was being said. I was expecting... And- I was, was expecting, it. I was expecting to hear on this that they've told the VAR, right, that they've told the VAR some wrong information, okay, like goal, and he goes, yeah, um, you know, or offside or whatever, and he mishears it, and he goes along them lines, but it's not even that, it's no. not even that because the thing is, right. If you actually listen, and we go through it, like I said, word for word, but when you go through it, nobody in the process, and I mean nobody, actually says whether it's a goal or whether it's offside. Nobody no. actually puts it out there that the ball's in the net. We we have flagged for offside. Have we? But the, the clue that gives it away is probably the, the linesman's, and he's called the system one, I think. In it. The system um, one, yeah. he, His wording as it goes through is what you pick up on, and you're kind of going, there's the clue as to what's going on here. Do you know the sort of way? Um, like Carlo says there, too many voices, there was confusion. I don't think there was too many voices. No. No. I don't think there was, because you... the referee says very little. For some reason, assistant number two, when the ball goes in the net, says give it. I don't know what the fuck's he doing. He's up the other end of the pitch, right? Um, well, he's on the halfway line, looking at a, looking across, so he can see it from the halfway line, or somewhere around there. Can, yeah, 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 yeah. He can't he's see. The other, he's the other lines one, really. Um, yeah. He can just got, say, "Yeah, yeah, there's a goal." Yeah, you've got but Darren he can't England. See the offside. You've got Darren England. You've got yeah. um, you've got the fourth. I think you might have the fourth. The VAR assistant. You have the VAR assistant, and then you have the video guy. Um, yeah. who's like comes out of it like where he's going? <laughs> what he's doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but um, they yeah. But listen, Paul Garmy says they say offside check at the very beginning. There's an offside check on every goal, yeah. but the yeah. but, but what he should really say is when the ball goes in the goal is on field decision is goal or on field decision is offside. Will you now check it? But nobody actually does that when you read through it. No. Nobody does it. The only clue is in the assistant. So let's go through it. Let's go okay, let's go through it because, like I said, I would love to play the video. I really would, but um, we can't because um, basically we get done for copyright. Marks. Okay, so if you can vision what what happened on Saturday, let's go through it, right? And I'll run through it, you know, and I might stop off at different bits, right? So, yeah, ball is played forward towards Salah. He's having a tussle with um, who's he having the tussle with? You know, he's having to trust him. Um, Romero, I think. Might have been, no, it wasn't Romero. It would have been the left back. Right. Well, anyway. He, no, he's whoever tussling. it was, it doesn't matter. They're, yeah. they're fighting so, with each other. Anyway. Assistant referee one, who's the guy nearest 
to Salah, who is the linesman, as we call him, right? Says, all good, both holding, both holding. So both both players are holding. Um, yeah. That's absolutely fine. They're absolutely fine with that. They're both holding each other. Let them go, let them go, okay? Yeah, um, referee says, yeah, leave it alone. Okay, so he's letting it run as well, okay? Um, ball is played through by Salah towards Diaz. An assistant referee one, who's the linesman, we call him the linesman, okay? Says, waiting, delaying, delaying. Okay, which means... Yeah. Diaz has gone through on goal. He's delaying putting up this flag. He's going to put up the flag, okay? Um, Van de Ven, I think it was. I think you're right, John Thomas. Um, <clears throat> so basically, he's saying, I'm going to put up this flag for offside. I believe it's offside, but he's delaying. He's waiting and delaying and delaying until he sees what happens. If it goes wide, the chance are they put up the flag and they go goal kick or whatever it might be, but it goes in, right? Assistant ref... No, sorry. While he says waiting, delaying, delaying... The VAR says possible offside Diaz, which means to me that when the when the assistant referee linesman says waiting, delaying, delaying, the VAR immediately knows this flag is about to go up. Okay, and the VAR immediately says possible offside Diaz. That's his reaction to this guy yeah. saying waiting, delaying, delaying. I, yeah. Because he's delaying to put the flag up to see what happens, okay? <coughs> Assistant referee two says, who's the linesman on the other side from what I can make out, and will be 50, 60 yards, man, says, give it. Okay? All right? Don't know what that means. Okay? Then the linesman says, coming back for the offside, me. Okay? Right? Okay, yeah. So, so the, own, the input here is, to me, is, forget the ref for a minute. Nothing really yeah. to do with it. The linesman says he's waiting, delaying, delaying. Now, if he thought that was onside, he wouldn't use those words. He just wouldn't. That's right. He'd be like, nope. he's true on goal. Like, I'm not delaying yeah. anything. Right? If anything, he'd have said, he if he felt he was onside, he would have said, he would have indicated he's on. He's, he's on, on, he's, he's on. good, but he's good. Yeah. yeah, right? He's good. Immediately, the VAR says, possible offside. Yeah. So, so the VAR reacts to this guy saying what he's yeah. going to do with his flag. Um, and then the assistant referee says, coming back for the offside, me. So for me, Kev, and I don't know if you if you agree, for me, Darren England, the VAR, okay, sitting there, knows that the ball's gone through, Luis Diaz has scored, the linesman yeah. is delaying holding up this flag, and then tells him he's going back for the offside. Would yeah. you agree with that, that Darren England yeah. has this information? Because Darren yeah. England could argue, no, I didn't, but he says immediately, 100% he is. possible offside, Diaz. Yeah. Well, we, we all know already that every goal is checked. Every goal is checked, and that would have been a natural thing. They'd have sat in load, they'd have sat in dozens, if not hundreds, of these games. And <clears throat> they would have known that anything close or contentious, okay, be ready. We're, we might have to go back and check this offside. VT guy, are you ready? Assistant, are you ready? You know, it's almost like, you know when you're in a job, you're nudging the guy, okay, we're going to be called into action here. Mm -hmm. So it's almost okay, okay, this is where you we're going to start. We're going to check the offside. Yeah, if you see, if Darren England doesn't say possible offside Diaz, mm. okay, you would expect his next words to be, you know, on on pitch decision, offside, checking for, right? Yeah. But he doesn't because he says possible offside Diaz, which straight away he knows from the words used beforehand, that 
this guy's putting his flag up. So Darren England yeah. knows what's going on here, right? Oh, 100%. But nobody said 100%. it in the transcript, by the way. But he definitely yeah. knows because by his own words, he knows, right? And that's not me being presumptuous. No. Why does he immediately say possible offside Diaz when the other guy says delaying, delaying, right? Because he's delaying because of the possible offside, okay? Then it says, coming back from the offside, then the VAR, Darren England, says, just checking the offside, delay, delay. All right? Okay? Yeah. So that's absolutely fine. He's delaying to make the decision. Okay? Yeah. And then the VAR says, give the kick point, let's go, kick point, please. Which basically means the time Salah touches the ball to play it through to Diaz. Referee says, yeah, no worries. No worries, mate. Which means the referee is saying, okay, I'm delaying until you have this yeah. all sorted. Um, replay operator says, says uh, so here we are. Referee says, wait. Read uh Re- replay operator says just get a tight angle VAR says yeah give me 2D line ready um, after this one from frame 2 after that so he's basically saying get it to the point where he touches it get me a tighter angle and let me see where where what angle I want and stuff like that okay um, operate, operator or replay operator says frame frame 2 he said you know that's fine perfect yeah 2D line on the left boot so it's on Romero's left boot that he's bringing the 2D line to okay um, replay operator says, let me switch angles. The reason why he's saying switch angles is, is because he he originally had an angle of Salah hitting the ball and he changed it to a wider angle to bring the 2D line in. Okay, just so. Um, yeah. Let me see. Uh, he says, so, yeah, he says, uh, two, yeah, let me switch angles. VAR says, Romero, I think it is. Okay, which he's picking out the player he wants it on. Replay operator says, yeah, I think I might, uh, this might be a better angle. Happy with this angle. He's, he's now changed the angle to a wider angle where you can see more of the pitch. Yeah. He says, yep, yeah, 2D line on the boot. 2D line on the boot, says VR. Perfect. Yeah. Yep, okay, so 2D line onto the boot, which he does. Brings it up onto the boot. And stop is where the VAR says. So he stops yeah. it on the boot. And the next words out of Darren England's mouth is, and stop, check complete, check complete. That's fine. Okay. Perfect. If you go back up one step... And when he says, and stop, I have absolutely no problem with anything that's happened there. Everything that's happened there is what you'd expect to hear. Yes. In, when an offside decision is being yes. checked. But what's, but what's being at, said slightly earlier is what it, what's about to kick in here. Yeah, that's it. That's why I said, once you get to that point, I'm happy, I'm happy with everything there. This is where everything changes. And it goes yeah. on to, go on. So he says, that's fine, perfect, okay? The Lions man then says, Playing, okay, which means yeah. the game is about to start playing again, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, the reason the linesman says playing is because the linesman has says earlier, delaying, delaying, wait. All right, go back for the offside. Okay. So, in all for all intents and purposes, they believe that Darren England has heard the delay on the flag. Yeah. Darren England has reacted by saying possible offside, Luis Diaz, mm-hmm. okay? Goes through all the checks and comes back and says, check complete, fine, perfect. Which means, we've put it across here that we're putting up the flag. You've reacted by saying you're going to check that offside and come back to us and says, yeah, check complete, right? So the, so the linesman says playing. Referee says, cheers, me," okay? VAR says, thank you, me," And then the referee says, well done, boys. Good process, right? Now, as far as the referee is concerned... And then it gets really the interesting. Yeah, yeah, but as far as the referee is concerned here, it was offside. 
He doesn't know any different. He can't know any different because he hasn't been told any different. No, the referee can't. Um, and the line, and the linesman, because he said delay, delay, and then says yeah. going back for the offside. He, the linesman believes it's offside. Correct. And puts, so it, puts it across that yeah. he's lifted a flag for offside. Exactly. And the reaction of possible offside Luis Diaz would tell the linesman that I've gone for offside. This guy yeah. is now going to check that. And he knows what we flagged yeah. this offside, right? So they hear check complete. They, the linesman assumes, yep, I was right. Yep. The referee assumes, yep, my linesman was correct. Yep. Spurs, play on. You've In, in the meantime, while all of this check is going on, Spurs have put the ball down, ready yeah, for so, the restart. Yeah, so basically, um, he says check complete, but immediately, like, there's not, like, then then there's a bit of time because the referees, the the assistant linesman, or the linesman, right, as we're, gonna, we're calling them in this, okay, yeah. says playing. Referee says cheers. VAR says, thanks, referees as well done, boys, good process, right? This is when it gets hairy, though, because the replay operator, right, yep. who you never hear from, okay? No. He says, wait, not wait. Supposed to. He says, wait, 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 wait. The on-field decision was offside. Are you happy with this? The assistant VAR says, yes. Yeah. Okay? Now, that means to me that they were fully aware that they were on that the linesman's words and actions had given them an offside ruling. So have they misinterpreted that? Or did they not understand the offside rule? I'll come to it at the end. Okay. I'll come to it at the end. Okay. The assistant the assistant says, Are you happy with this again? The operator says, Are you happy with this? Assistant VAR says, Offside goal. Yeah. That's wrong, that does. Right? Yeah. Which is bit which Penny bit is drops. wrong? Offside goal. Yeah. That's wrong that does. VAR says yeah. what? Okay. Replay opera says. This is when the penny dropped. Yeah. On field decision was offside. Are you happy with this image? Yeah, it is onside. The image that we gave them is onside. Right? Okay. Yeah. Assistant VAR says he's playing him. He's gone offside. Now, that I don't get. That I don't get at all. No, that that bit of the conversation there is the one bit that has absolutely no place in this conversation anywhere. No. That, to me, says that the assistant VAR and Darren England looked at the image, either believed that Liverpool were playing in fucking white and Spurs were playing in red, and that he was offside, or they just had they both had a complete brain fart and didn't realize what they were looking at and i honestly fully believe now that darren england and the assistant video referee looked at that and thought black was white and thought that what they were looking at was a player who was offside and they just completely messed up i'm trying to be very diplomatic yeah you can say whatever you want no i just honestly think that they looked at this image and so yeah, he's off. He's offside. Because it, that that's the piece that's the piece that stands out. That nails it for me. He's playing him. He's gone offside. Now either like you said, they're all over the shop, or the assistant VAR, when he's asked this question of the image we gave them is onside, completely panics and tries to convince yeah. himself that it's an offside, okay? VAR says, Oh, 
shit, let's presume, something like that, yeah. or fuck, or bollocks, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Replay oper- operator, delay, delay, Ollie, who's Ollie Kuhut, I think is his name, um, is the PGMOL hub op- operations manager, is saying to delay, Ollie is saying to delay, okay? Yeah. All right? Yeah. VAR says, pardon, replay operator, who shouldn't be involved in this, by the way. No. Right? He's says, just a young kid who literally draws line on, lines on yeah. the screen. Ollie's, Ollie's calling in to say delay the game. The decision is on side. VAR, Darren England says, can't do anything. Replay operator says, Ollie's saying to delay. Ollie is saying to delay. Okay? VAR says, Darren England says, Ollie, question mark. Fourth official then says, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. He's listening to all of this unfold, by the way. He still can't see a screen. But yeah. he can hear the whole conversation in his ear. So I'm assuming that is just literally like VAR saying Ollie and the fourth official say because it was Michael Oliver, assuming that the that the Darren England was talking to him. Yeah. That's all I assume that that yeah is. It doesn't belong in the conversation. Yeah, because he says Ollie, and I think it's Michael Oliver, isn't it? That might be fourth yeah. official. Yeah, exactly. So that's where yeah. that's coming from, right? So the yeah. fourth official says, yeah. Obviously thinking he's being called. Okay. Replay opera says, delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the game. Okay. Yeah. VAR says, they've started the game. Can't do anything. Can't do anything. Assistant VAR yeah. says, yes. Yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. No. Like, is the, is the assistant VAR fucking on drugs or something? His I last two this- contributions in this is, right? He's playing him. He's gone off side. And then his next words out of his mouth is, yeah, they've restarted. Yeah, no. I think his head's completely fried at this stage. Right. I think the realisation of what's actually happened is starting to dawn on them at this stage. That they know the protocol is that once a VR decision has been looked at and a decision has been made and the game restarts, you can't revisit that decision. The reason for it originally was they didn't want re- the game revisited after the final whistle to go back and re-referee a game after the final whistle. Mm-hmm. Going back to when VAR was first introduced, that was kind of the talk about it. They didn't want these issues flaring up after games. So that's why they brought that in. What they didn't anticipate was the fact that you're going to have a referee, two linesmen, a fourth official, a VAR, a VAR assistant, a hub manager, all looking at and a the replay guy and getting it wrong. Well, the replay guy doesn't. No, oh no, Replay I left guy on. is like, yeah, bang, 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 you're good. And then he's like, yeah. what's going his on? Name is, his name is Abby. He's a Dutch guy, right. as far as I know. But I don't know any more than that. So, Abby, fair play to you, man. You, you're the only one who's coming out of this. But the Ollie that they're referring to is a guy who who's... Um, He's the, he's the he's the he's the PGMOL operations operations, yeah. Hope, operations yeah, Hope manager, yeah, yeah. and he was at Hawkeye for four years to help develop this technology. He has a, 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 he's done four years at Loughborough University. He, I think he's a specialist in sports science and sports technology with his degree and his masters. The guy is an expert in his field. He knows the technology inside out. He also knows the rules inside out. So he knows that the VAR isn't supposed to intervene after this. But he also understands the monumental fuck-up that's happened. And he's giving them the out. He's giving them the out by almost saying to him, look, get it stopped. 
get the decision put right, take your medicine after the game because you fucked you up see, here. But but you see, this is, goes back to and and I want to just slip in quickly on, on Dermot Gallagher on on Sky right. Um, I thought yeah, Stephen I Ma- Stephen so Warner can be very hit and miss. I think yeah. when he, when he's talking football, but I thought he done quite well the other day. But the thing about the thing about um, Dermot Gallagher the other day was, and I just could not get over this. Basically, he's saying they didn't follow procedure. Okay, they didn't follow the procedures yeah. properly. All right, and maybe the language they used, the order they done it in, wherever it might be, right? Which is yeah. fairly fucking clear, to be honest with you. When you see fairly obvious there. after reading that. But yeah. then Stephen Warnock says to him, well, why didn't you stop the game? Because, like he said, like the, I think I think he was saying something about so many seconds between the decision being made and sports kicking off the game again, right? But yeah. Stephen Warnock's idea was, sports play the ball and they play a kind of sideways and it goes forward and then Liverpool get it back. Just stop the game. And you know what Dermot McAllister says to him? We can't. The protocol and the rule says we can't. Okay. Now, I don't see how they can stand up with that argument when they've completely and utterly fucked their protocols and their <laughs> rules to one side to make a monumental mistake and then turn around. Like, put it to you this way, right? If they had have stopped that game, neither team have scored, neither team have really attacked, stopped the yeah. game, pulled the two managers in and went, listen, um, there's been a problem here. Luis Diaz has scored. We, there's been a miscommunication. Um, we gave them the wrong information in the VAR box, okay? Um, we basically told them um, that the on-field decision was goal, and they agreed with it, but it was actually the on-field decision was offside, okay? And when they made the agreement, we thought they were agreeing that they were offside. Now, usually when this game kicks off, we can't stop it, but nothing has happened, and there's going to be all-out war if we haven't stopped this game. So we're stopping it, we're putting the clock back 20 seconds, and we're tipping off for a goal for Liverpool. Now, what can the manager do? Nothing. Nothing. Right. And do you now, know what? But afterwards, on, Howard Webb. Afterwards, Howard Webb could turn around and go, "The lads made a complete fuck up." Right. They rectified it, but they still broke rules by rectifying it. So in that case, we're banning them from for two weeks. Right. Yeah. But it would have been much less than what this is now. And hey. this is where I keep going on about the common sense side of things. Like, but who yeah. writes into the rules? Who writes into the rules that when a decision is made and they move on, that when the game starts again, you cannot bring it back? That yeah. is scandalous, whoever wrote that rule. Because yeah. it should be in there that if the decision is made and everyone is happy with the decision, we're fine. If the decision is made and the game starts and we realise we've made a mistake, a massive mistake, and it's unanimous we've made a mistake, we can take it back. But what they've do, yeah. they just keep painting themselves into these corners. All the time. All they had to do was take the out that uh, the, the hub manager was giving them. They would have come out of this with so much credit. Darren England and the VAR assistant would have come out of this say, yeah, we fucked up. We've held our hands up. We've put it right on the day. And it's unprecedented what happened. And going down the line, we're going to put procedures in place like they have in rugby. If anyone's watching rugby <coughs> World Cup now, yeah. And you listen to the process that happens when a try is scored, a contentious try is scored, or when a yellow card offence is taking place. You hear the conversation, but you hear words that are specific that you're looking for. You know, try, no try. Uh, cricket is a great example for it because it will be the third of, the third umpire will turn around to the on-field umpire and tell him, you may award or you may 
give X player out or X players not out. And the, the language is concise, it's clear, but those protocols evolved over years. And those, when they evolved, they evolved in public eye. So when they made mistakes, they made mistakes in the public and everyone could see and hear the mistakes, make a pointed out and the, the procedures evolved with the game. Now they're at the stage in rugby now to speed the things up with the yellow cards. They've, it, they've created another solution, potential red card. We're going to review this for 10 minutes and look at it properly and make a decision in that 10 minutes and get back to you. But in the meantime, you're sin bin. You know, yeah, it's just, that's how these procedures evolve. Yeah. Football is so secretive about everything that no, no, no. I don't know how English I don't know how many times so this is yeah, about no, 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 no. This is football across Europe. Yeah, but, across but, but Europe, the, but nobody the Engl- has this. Yeah, but the English, the English are the bastion of this. Oh yeah, yeah because English the last football. Ones to be I, sorry, out. I don't even mean English football because that would that would be be terrible on the people that uh, you know refereeing championship and forward down. Premier League and the PGMOL are yeah. the bastions of this. Right, where they just want to push back on everything and have their way, and you know they probably really like the idea, but they go, well, just don't tell them that. We just we'll just kick them down the road for a year, and then we'll say we'll have it when we want it. Uh, Danielle says the difference between this and the audio example from Web on Sky a few months back are so different. In that one, the wording was clear and ended with clear to give a goal, which wasn't um, yeah. what was used in airs, and that's the thing. Like, do, do you know what, Kev? It even comes no standardization across, of anything. It comes across as a laziness. Right, okay. I think, I think when the when the goal goes in, I think the linesman does all. You see, this is where I'm going back. Going to go back to the to the referee because I think the referee should be talking to the VAR and going, um, on field decision is offside, and straight yeah, away we know yeah. where we are. So the linesman is saying delay, 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 and puts his flag yeah. up, go back for the offside. So I think he does okay, right? Yeah. And the fact that Darren England, like I said, responds with possible offside on Luis Diaz as while the ball is going through by the way so he's acknowledged yeah. that this flag is going up right so that that kind of puts him in the firing line and then the referee himself should really be taking control and going yeah checking for offside uh, on on field decision is in fact offside but the laziness just continues throughout it so it gets to Darren England and he just goes um yeah if we'll find me that find me that is find him yeah put the line up there yeah correct come on uh, check and please instead of Darren England going hold on I'm checking something and no one's told me if it's a goal, not a goal. Where are we? That has to be, like, it's like if Darren England walked in a call centre, right? And he was selling fucking, I don't know, whatever, right? Surely he has a sheet in front of him with all the questions he needs to ask, right? So yeah. in VAR, surely you have a, a thing in front of him where you're going, right, what's the decision? What am I looking for? Where am I going? You know, the, the little checklists. But, appa- but this is it. Apparently they don't. They don't have any set down procedures or rules that they have to follow to to get a decision but this goes back do. to howard no they no they don't do because, because this goes later on they, they decide we can't do anything about this because the game's oh yeah yeah, yeah. But, but i mean i'm on about during the process there isn't a set standard procedure that they have to follow during the process because everyone is different and I think it goes back to Howard Webb at the start of the season saying they wanted to make this make these decisions quicker. They want to speed things up. And Webb comes out and covers his arse by saying, we want to speed things up, but not at the expense of getting the decisions uh, correct. Well, that's absolute horseshit because they've, they've made more mistakes this season than any other season combined in the last 
five years. Yeah, but I don't. I don't see. I don't see a, a huge. Um, I haven't seen it manifest itself as as a much quicker process in the but last. I, I think that. I think the only thing that you can look at in this whole process, when you read the conversation and you listen to the audio, is they were all they were really interested in was getting the game started, was just getting the decision process done as quickly as possible and restarting the game. Mm. If they weren't interested in that, everything would have been slowed down. They would have Sky would have had their image to to post up. They'd never got any of this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, I think, it's because they don't of get. They don't. And but, you go, see, but you see, that goes back to You'd have to ask the question why Sky didn't get the image because the image is there. Yeah, the image is right there, and and they never released it to any anyone. The image is being there. Sport, being, yeah, being sports. But, but the thing, but the thing is, right? If you think about it, right? Say say in, say any forget any of this happened for a minute, right? Forget mm-hmm. any of this controversy happened in the normal fucking game. Luis Diaz goes through there, puts the ball in the net, right? It immediately yeah. probably goes to Luis Diaz, hands on his head or offside. You see the fellow with his flag up. up. They yeah. do all that sort of shit. So that's what happens. Now, usually what happens then is, is that, and if you take it back, like the, the last one I kind of remember watching live and I'm thinking, you know, oh yeah, well, and not being Liverpool was actually Garnacho against um, Arsenal at the, at the Emirates where yeah. he's put yeah. through, right? And you can hear them talking, going, oh, this could be close, this could be close, and bang, it comes up. Oh, he's offside, right? Which means then, which means then that, like, they're getting these things live. They're getting these images live. Do you get me? I don't know if they're getting the images. I think they're definitely getting the audio. Yeah, but they're getting the audio. But if you have to remember, if they're getting the audio, right, they're probably getting the audio a second before the picture goes yeah, up because if you listen to the commentary they yeah. go oh he's offside and then you see the you see as the picture yeah. lays itself on the screen with the things you hear them going oh he's offside and then it, it pops up going offside so yeah. they're getting that they're getting that they're getting that audio probably a second before you actually see the image lay yeah. itself in front of you but they didn't get any of this all they got was yeah check complete mm-hmm. so they should really have that image in front of them for check complete do you get me? Because yeah, to I me, the, yeah. the image goes down, you get the check complete on what the problem is, or no problem, and then you see on the result on the screen. So why did that disappear in this instance? And that's because what you have to ask up. yourself. They knew they That's what that, you have to ask yourself. And a couple of things that, that came out on the back And I'm wondering, it. sorry, I'm wondering, does the replay operator, is he the man that puts her up on the screen? Because he's the only one that comes out of this with what he is doing and he's probably sitting there going i can't hit this onto the screen these yeah like what's going on here do you know what i mean um but it's like i, I don't i, mean, I don't look, see I don't, I, I don't see how anything come out of this i don't believe for a good. second no i don't believe for a second that the that hooper wasn't told this at halftime the of course he was for the first um the first reports that came out was hooper was told about this at halftime mm-hmm then in their latest statement, they're saying he wasn't told about any of this until after the final whistle. Mm-hmm. Both things can't be true. Um, I think the VAR and the assistant VAR had a complete meltdown. They had a complete brain fart, a complete dereliction of duty, gross misconduct, sackable offence in any other trade, in any other walk of life. What they've done here is gross misconduct. Um, Cooper went on a... That game wasn't a dirty game by any stretch. 
that was a it was for 26 minutes it was a brilliant game of football and even with 10 men it was a great watch but hooper had a complete meltdown with the amount of cards he dished out that game wasn't that kind of game two red cards and 11 yellows or something stupid like that it wasn't that type of game it it was ridiculous what happened after that's why I firmly believe he was told this at halftime and he just went into fucking meltdown. Mm-hmm. There's, no way, there's no way he doesn't come off that pitch as the main man looking after this game and yeah. is not informed as to what's going on there. No, has simply to be. Not. And simply not. If he's not told by the fourth official or by the VAR, he's told by the either the fourth official or someone in the tunnel will have seen this by looking at their phones. Mm-hmm. You know, by the way, have you seen this? Look mm-hmm. at that. You know, there's no way in hell he he didn't know this at halftime. Um, and I think he decided at half after halftime, I'm giving everything. I'm blown. That's what Jot. I mean, the Jot's a first yellow card. That was just a nonsense. That was just never a yellow card in a month of Sunday. The second one was stupid and deserved to go because on the strength of it. But I think he was I, giving I think... fouls left, right, and center after and in the second half. But uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that name. But um. I think it's Gucci'd up. He says, no chance. The ref was told a minute later. Um, more bollocks, uh, as far as he's concerned. I agree. I agree. I think, I, it's, more, I think it's most likely. I think, I think, it's most I think likely what's happened there is, I think what's happened there is, is that when this has gone on, all right, I think the couple of expletives from Darren England, etc., may have got to the, to the referee. And then he's listening in and saying, what's this? And they tell him. They yeah. tell him. That that image, that video, that little clip, that little video, and I think, and he, you can almost tell his heart just sank. Yeah, and he goes and to he goes whistle like, as if to say, like, "Do I stop this?" Oh, and then he just no. puts the thing down. Um, yeah. Two things before we go, because I want to be out of here in the next five minutes, right? Um, yeah. None of them come out of this well. I think it's an abomination, and I, I've, no, it is. I, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself here, but no. I want to ask a couple of questions before we go, right? Um, yeah. Shoot. First, the the reaction online in particular by um yeah pundits certain pundits and fans of other clubs what have you made of this um the ones that i respect and that i look out for was the reaction i expect the ones i have absolutely no respect for whatsoever was the reaction i expected Hmm. tribalism took over 24 hours later Hmm. and there's some people that came out of this and they're, they've actually got credibility. Others come out of this, and I'll name one, John Walters. Looks like an absolute tit. He just looks like an absolute walking dope. But there's some people that have that we've had on this channel before that are fans of different clubs. Harry, who's come out of this, called a spade a spade and said, look, doesn't matter what club you're from, doesn't matter who you represent, this is wrong. And this will happen to other clubs up and down the league if something isn't done. And is a difference between when Paul Heckingbottom says something and goes on a rant and when Liverpool Football Club as a club release a powerful statement like they did. They just carry different weight. And there's no disrespect to Sheffield United or Paul Heckingbottom. It's just when Liverpool or Manchester United, the two biggest clubs in the country, make a powerful statement and direct their fury at something that is completely wrong and completely against the grain. 
and they demand answers and demand action. It carries different weight. That's just life. And people can like it or lump it and, or, you know, take it whatever way they want, but it does carry different weight. And I was delighted with the statement. I was proud of the statement that came out. I thought it was the right tone. I think it, it left all options open and it was exactly what was needed to be said because someone needed to say it. There's, there's just been too many individual errors by individual referees and VARs this season alone that the longer it's allowed to continue and the longer people are sheepish about it and afraid now, there's a fear amongst managers and players that if they say anything, they're going to get fined a touchline. Pep's on a touchline ban at the minute. You know, um, your man at Fulham is on the verge of getting one. Klopp is on the verge of getting one. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like all of this and all of this impacts games, cost points. You know, yeah. Man City lost at the weekend. Pep sat in the stand for something that he said. And I don't think Pep Guardiola is the kind of guy to step out of line and say something that he wants to say and risk it ban without thinking it through. So it's like, there, ha- there has to be change and there has to be credible change. Now, look, I th- I agree with what you said the other night that the PGMOL down the line needs to be disbanded. Oh, that was your next and... question. Don't, don't no. jump ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. Go on, sir. Ask a question. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to answer my own question. Um, Go on, sir. Fans of other clubs, uh, like um, the vast majority are just half ahead. They are, they're, they're, you know what I mean? The, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually astonishing um, when this happens that the, the immediate thing to go to is, oh, Liverpool um, giving out again, and like it happens to everyone. Like, literally, when you say something like, oh, it happens to everyone, or it's going to happen to everybody, that's not an argument. No. That's justifying where Liverpool are coming from. So if anyone's out there and you're listening to them or you're reading them and they're saying, well, it kind of happens to everyone, do you want to go back and start? Like, right, first thing, it kind of happens to everyone, right? It shouldn't. So if Liverpool, are, if Liverpool have been done by this and it's got to the stage where, look, Liverpool have been done by decisions. Everyone's been yeah. done by decisions, right? And you kind of go, fucking hell, I can't believe this. But when it gets to that level of ridiculousness, you have to stand up and say, you have to go, listen, hold on, we're taking it long enough now. This is actually, it's just, out of this world stupid. We're now going to make a statement on this, right? And you can see the backlash. And the, the statement is absolutely fine because if Liverpool don't make a statement, then it's like, oh, what are they giving out for? Not, the club don't. The club haven't even said anything, right? Now the yeah. funny thing is, if if Liverpool's owners didn't come out and make it, didn't make a statement, this there'd be Liverpool fans are there going, look, the owners useless. We yeah. need their backing, yeah, yeah. and they're not doing anything, right? That's the first bit of it, right? And this whole thing of it happens, everyone is a nonsense, an absolute yeah. and utter nonsense. The second thing is people out there going. Oh, well, what, what, why did you want a replay? Nobody has mentioned a replay. Nope. Nobody has mentioned wanting points back, goals back, fucking match ticket money back, the points, the money <laughs> spent on points. No, none of them want that. None of them have said, nope. nobody has said anything like that. Like, like, like Tim Vickery, right? Tim yeah. Vickery, who you need to be afraid to about because Keith is a big South American fan, right, of football. Oh, I like, but Tim, I, Vickery I like turns around, Tim Vickery turns around and says... Um, well, is he going to want to go, uh, go back uh, to the Champions League final in 2019? First of all, Tim, right? That's a UEFA competition. It's not a Premier League competition, so it's completely different. Secondly, yep. the rules are completely different to today. You're, in, you're inserting today's rules on what happened in 2019. And funny enough, the rules were changed off the back of that Champions League final. <laughs> the but at that, the yeah. time, that was the rule, okay? So, yep. Tim, fucking wind your neck in because like, you're just making fucking stuff up now for 
a load of fucking 12 year olds to go yeah you're fucking great team and hit a load of light buttons right that's that's that Gary Neville listen I'm not even going into Gary Neville because no. you know my feelings on Gary Neville and Gary Neville flip flops on everything he does in order to keep a foot in each fucking camp at all times right and for him to turn around and say oh well that's very aggressive and it's very this and he should accept it well Gary Neville should go and accept uh, you know if the Glazers turn and go oh, sorry about taking all that money he should accept it, right? And instead, he should replace his aggression, or maybe we should replace our aggression by just organising the riot at Anfield. Um, and I'm sure Gary Neville could help us out with that. So people listen to him, like, you know, sort your fucking self out, because he's another fucking idiot, right? Al- um, Alejandro says, Goldbridge and Foster doing well. Uh, they done well. Goldbridge did come well over. Because, yeah. And not, not the fact that I want to say Goldbridge done well over. Goldbridge just with his head screwed on went, listen, forget who you support. That's a fucking joke, yeah. what's going on there. Ben Foster goes a little bit further about Sky being in their pockets and stuff like that. But yeah. Ben Foster probably knows a lot more than that than I do because he's been around the game an awful long time at a very high level and is now at a very high level in them kind of uh, circles with regards to um, celebrities, I suppose, around football, although he is a... Um, he knows the industry. Yes. He, he knows 100%. the industry and he knows, he knows the game. Yeah, and Dicko says, Gav, did you hear what Simon Jordan said? Simon Jordan apparently has come out and, and said something like uh, Liverpool's victim mentality. Now, Simon Jordan, um, yeah. I like to listen to him an awful lot of the time, but even Simon Jordan can't resist throwing something out there that he knows is risque, right? Um, because people will go, yeah, well done, Simon, because he's looking at the feedback online where it's all like, Every every non Liverpool fan is going. Oh, they're all just giving out again, and he just jumps on the more popular bandwagon and to see where he's going. If he has in fact said uh, victim mentality when the Liverpool fan base, he's another fucking scumbag, right? And I hope he's pulled up about it. But then again, he works for Talksport. You know where they come from, and what can you do? And if any of them want to come onto this show and have her out with me, by all means, you can have her out with me. Do I expect them to? No. But um, that's that's my piece on it. This isn't all about Liverpool. No. Like people think this is about Liverpool, and, and you know, Klopp. Like me and Shani were having a row the night over Klopp and stuff like that, and people think we get, you know, go beyond the show. It doesn't. But but the thing is, right? The piece I agree with Shani on is that Klopp comes out about the five subs. Klopp comes out about the half twelves after the European games. Klopp comes out about this, that, you know, the amount of games, blah 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 blah, right? And he takes all these bullets, and people go, "Oh, I'm moaning again." And what happens? Other managers quietly behind everyone's fucking back says, I agree with him. I agree with him. Yeah. And then all these changes come in because these changes can only come in if 14 clubs agree to it because that's the way it works yeah. with the stakeholders of the Premier League. So when clubs taking all these bullets, now I think Liverpool are going to just take another bullet here and focus. And they're right because at the end of the day, yeah. Liverpool travelled to North London at the weekend, played a really good game of football, Spurs done the same, but inadequacies absolutely ruined it. And that's how it is. Inadequacies ruined it, and the inadequacies are coming way too constant. And that, and not only way too constant, they're actually spiraling out of control here with regards to how often it's happening and the seriousness of them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's got to the stage where nobody's talking about the one on Sunday. You know, there was another one on Sunday. There were a penalty should have been given. Yeah, Yeah, just kick them up the arse. Just kick him up the arse, and and it's okay. Launched him and. It's it's got lost in the noise around Liverpool, but that's another one. The one day when there was only one game of the Premier League, he'd already replaced the VAR and the assistant VAR. Just give me a quiet game. That's all I want in life is a quiet Sunday afternoon with no drama. And they fuck up again. You know, it's like it's happening too often for it to be a one-off. 
that's why I look at there. There has to be consequences here. I mean, real world consequences. These these aren't poorly paid officials. These are very well paid officials who get really good money to do a specific job. And I think that eventually we're going to get to the stage where you're going to have the Premier League is going to order the PGMOL if they want to retain some kind of interest in refereeing football in the Premier League going forward. They're going to have to have an entirely separate body to be VAR and VR assistant specialists that are specially trained to, to, to do that job. You go back to the Mike Dean interview when he turned around and said that it's a different skill set to do what the VAR is doing as compared to being an on-field referee. And you, it's, you're doing the same, it's the same game, it's the same rules, but it's a completely different skill set. I, I believe it is. You know, I mean, there's, a, there's some people who can do and some people who can talk about it. There's managers who've never played the game who are absolutely outstanding managers. There's pl- outstanding players who can't manage worth a damn. Mm. It's the same game. It's just, but, so but, in that, think, but, in that, but in that game, but in that game as a, as a, if you take that game in isolation, right? Hmm. I think, I think the fourth booking for Jota is a joke. Yeah. But I think he gives the referee no, no, no choice for the second, right? But he yeah. shouldn't be on it. The guy that goes down for the first yellow card is on a yellow and is waving the imaginary yellow around and should go, yeah. right? Um, Joe Gomez goes in the box, takes a touch in the box. This guy just comes into the side of him and just throws himself all over the camp. Van de Ven, I think. Yeah. Um, nothing, right? Um, Kulisevsky kicks the ball out and they give a, they give a corner. You know, yeah. and Richarlison waving cards as well. Yeah, and and look, I'm sure, and that's me. We read red tinted glass, and I'm sure there's bits in it where Spurs felt that was air ball or that was a free yeah. or whatever else, and, and, and that's, given to Liverpool. And that's but this is what I'm saying. It's just constantly, it's just like it's just like an undertone yeah. of bullshit, and then it just explodes, yeah. and the explosions are becoming more and more and more. You know, One thing I think it's it's very I'm important. Sorry, sorry, I have to, to read this. I have to read this because yeah, Chris says and he's right. The line that annoys me is, "Come on, LFC fans, they've apologised. That should be enough." There has been no apology made. No apology by the PGMOL no. or the Premier League, been, right? Nope. Or anybody. There's been an, acknowledge- no, there's been an, igno- an acknowledgement an of, of error. Yeah, that's it. So there's there's that's no it. apology being made, and. Yeah. But there, but there you go. Like, just start presuming there's apologies being made. Start presuming we're looking for replays. We're looking for this, that, and the other. Also, you can just, just twist the narrative. Yeah, I mean, and, and one instead, thing instead I want of having to say, actual, instead of having actual balls and standing up and going, do you know what? That was wrong, and do you know what? That that's actually the pinnacle of wrong. So we need to actually all act on this now because if if this is allowed to blow over, how many times could it happen? And the fact exactly. that oh, it might happen to someone else. Ah, oh, come on, you know what I mean. Well, there, okay, the last there, word there, all right. there was probably one incident that was worse than this was Aston Villa, Sheffield United, the goal the goal that was given where the, or wasn't given where the mm-hmm. technology didn't work. Yeah, you forgot That's to failure watch technology. On. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. technology failed, mm-hmm. shit happens. The other important thing to say is this has absolutely nothing to do with Spurs. Um Spurs did absolutely nothing wrong in anything here. And it's important to say it because there's a lot of abuse that went towards a Spurs player that was completely unwarranted and unjustified. And racist be, abuse. Uh, yeah. Towards racist the Spurs left back. Yeah. Was, yeah. And it's absolutely deplorable. It should, it's absolutely disgusting. It should never, ever happen. Spurs did absolutely nothing wrong in any of this. 
is nothing to do with them. It just so happened that it was a Spurs Liverpool <clears throat> game. This could have easily been Luton against Burnley tonight. The difference is Spurs v Liverpool for me was the game of the weekend. Arguably, could have been the best game of the season so far. It was shaping up that way. The potential was there to get this game. To it was going to be a great game, and the fact that it was that this that Darren England was involved in this, given the fact that and Mike and what's his name Hooper was involved in this, given what happened with Onana at the start of the season, six weeks later they're rewarded with arguably the biggest game of a weekend, is an absolute farce. It's an absolute joke that they were rewarded that soon after a monumental mistake at the very start of the season to set the tone for the rest of the season when it comes to referees and refereeing decisions. It's an absolute disgrace. And Howard Webb's position needs to be questioned. But for me, Darren England and his assistant should, I think they should be fired. I think well, what I, they've I, done in this game is gross misconduct. I've, I've, and it's a dereliction of their job, their one specific job. If you were in any other job and you fucked up this badly, this has never happened before. This is unprecedented in the VAR era of football. And you fucked up this badly. There's the audio of it. There's the proof. You fucked up horribly wrong. You're out of your depth at this level. You shouldn't be involved in this at this level of football again. Mm. You go away, retrain, get yourself in a better place, get better at your job, and earn your way back. But you should never. They shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a Premier League game until they've completely retrained, and re and learn how to do their job properly and handle the pressure, because it's a huge pressure job, and if they can't handle the pressure, they shouldn't be in it. I think the PGMOL should be put on notice, and I continue to think. hundred percent. You should be put on notice at the end of the season. That come the last game, when the final whistle goes in the final Premier League game of this season, your service is no longer required, and a couple of reasons for it. Right, one, the mistakes that happen too often. You, we can all argue whether, oh, you know, the Curtis Jones thing. We like you, we argued about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, we, we argued. We're about still it. arguing over it, right? Yeah. But but there's stuff like that where they make a decision. They go, look, I could point down the, the common sense fucking side yes. of things. You could point down and go, listen, read the real book. This is what they put in place, right? We can argue that fucking all day, right? Yeah. Um, but it's and and that's they're they're kind of subjective, you know, like. What do you think? Yeah. But there's just mistakes happening, Kev. There's mistakes yeah. happening where every, the dog in the street know that that's wrong, right? And they're, they're getting... They're, they're, if you if you go from not being or one being a small mistake to 10, they've hit 10. They've hit 10. Yeah. And once you hit Line 10... Deci line decisions hit, are black and white. Yeah. Line one, decisions one, are black and white. There yeah, is but, no excuse for getting those wrong. The technology is there to make sure you don't get it wrong. The Jones one is subjective one. You can argue it and argue until the cows come home. You'll, yeah. you'll argue until final orders on that one. Yeah. Line decisions are black and white. It was the only part of VAR that everyone trusted. Yeah. Everyone trusted offside goal line technology. Yeah. Because they were black and white. You either on or you're off. The worst that could happen is they put the line on the wrong player by a couple of inches. You could yeah. have a defender that was a couple of inches forward and the guy yeah. just slightly misses it. You know, and yeah, you can argue, but in general, they for five years, VAR line decisions were dead right. Yeah, you know, and well, I, I, I just think, I just think like ah. I, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you on the whole thing that they were right, 
um, and, and the decisions and it was you know it was there were, there were the ones where you went ah he's offside and you fucking come back and start yeah. drinking your point again um, but they've hit they've hit the 10 on the Richter scale now and yeah. the, the problem is is that it's not like it's been really really good and then oh Jesus that's happened right listen that can't happen again let's get back to being brilliant every week that's the that's the first thing I think the level of stuff that's going on now it just continues to rise right and the second reason I would, um, like people are saying about their trips to the UAE and stuff like that, like that's just off the wall, um, yeah, you know, a couple of days before you're meant to work, right? Um, yeah. But the second reason being is because I don't think there's any changing in these people. And the reason yeah. I say that is because their attitude towards VAR, um, goal line technology, whatever has been brought to them, their attitude stinks, okay? And that would tell me that they're very kind of, hard-nosed on, on what they want and what they think is right and where this independent body. So yeah. that's the second reason. I don't, I don't think there's any change in them. I don't think they can be rehabilitated, I suppose, into being referees that were around the rest of Europe. This VAR stuff just goes on and it's just done. It's just done. Like, watch watch a Bundesliga game. You might get one and they go, yeah. oh, yeah, it's off. No, no, they're giving that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it doesn't even come into it. Whereas in English football, it's like, Wait until you see what this clown's about to fucking do. Yeah. And I will put them on notice. And people would say to you, where are you going to get referees? Trust me. If, if the Premier League take this back oh. and, and say, we need 50 fellas and we have a budget of 15 million quid a year, right. you're going to find them. You're going to find them. They're going to leave Germany, France, uh, you know, uh, okay. Holland. One Italy, second. Wherever it might be. They're going to leave there go. and they're going to do it. Okay, the base salary before bonuses for a Premier League referee is seventy thousand pounds a year, mm-hmm. with the top brand earning two hundred thousand a year mm-hmm. after fees of fifteen hundred pounds per online match fee and eight hundred and fifty pounds per VAR game. That could top out at a quarter of a million pounds per year. The average referee will referee for up to fifteen years. You're telling me that you cannot... We can attract the best managers in the world. We can attract coaches, physios, yeah, so you could offer, you could offer somewhere... So you could say players. to someone, listen, come over here and referee for 15 years and there's a chance that you can make between two and three million quid. Yeah. yeah. And we'll sort out your visa, no problem at all, because you're best in class. Yeah. And we want the best in class. We want mm-hmm. the best VAR operators mm-hmm. in the world. We want the best referees. You put them on, the, if, you put them on notice on, if you put them on notice now, you now have six months... To bring whatever referee in the world you want to bring. And yeah. you say, how many do we need? Well, we're getting rid of 20. Right? We're bringing in 20. Right? And we're paying these fellas 100 grand a year each. 2 million quid is going to cost us. Right? Yeah. Plus bonuses possibly going up to 3 million for them, whatever it might be. Whatever it doesn't under, matter. But, but they're under the... Money does not matter. Because no. like the money that Premier League are throwing out anyway. Right? And not only that, the, the amount of fucking administration they probably have to pay for, for this shit that's going on over the last 40 hours is phenomenal. But, right, but the thing is, right, you bring them in and they go under the Premier League remit. So straight away you're not going, oh, they're an independent body and they have a contract and what do we do and what's our legal stance on it? No, they work for you. They don't do it. Good luck. Simple as yeah, that. Exactly. So, listen, and people have said to me, oh, fellas lose their jobs now. Well, they can, there's jobs in the UAE they can go and do. They seemed more interested yeah. in them on Wednesday and Thursday night before they, they came back and man, uh, refereed here. Yeah. So the way I look at it is, and I, I stick by it, VAR, isn't, the technology is fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. It could actually be updated to the um, 
well, automated, automated offsides. Semi automated offsides. Yeah, but the thing is, at the end of the day, if you cannot get the people to work it, get other people. Exactly. You know what I mean? Simple as that. Yep. Just get other people. And I know the referees they play a big part in the game, but they're playing too big a part in the game. That's the problem. They're playing too big a part. In Do the you game. know what? That that's it in a nutshell. That's yeah. it in a nutshell. When you see that the I I can remember the likes of David Ellery and referees like him, where most a lot of the times through the nineties, you didn't notice the referees. Ah, you um, wouldn't come here. You you, you only knew referees when it came to the Premier League because. You know, the kind, you know, mid, late You know 90s. the face. Yeah, you know the face. But now, like, everyone knows everyone about them. Everyone, and yeah. all this, and he's from here, and he does that, and he likes this, yeah. and he fucking likes that band, and he everything about him. He's nearly in the bleeding panini sticker book at this stage. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? We're all the profile and stuff on it. But yeah, I, I'll stick by it. And images. If, people want to, if people want to argue with me, with me they absolutely can. But I'll put the PGML MOL on notice ASAP. And I'd say, come the end of the season, that contract's up. And if, if they have a two year deal, pay the 15 million quid. Pay the, just pay hand it to them. Just and just say, off. fuck off, away. away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're, you're doing way too much damage here. Anyway, we're meant to do and 45. Yeah, yeah we're, me- we're meant to do 45 minutes. We're currently on 61. So we better, um, we better get out of here. Uh, tomorrow night. Um, we're going to look back at the Premier League week that was, so I'm presuming more of this stuff will come up. Um, but look, team, teams are in Europe and stuff as well this week, so you'll get a bit of chat on that. Yeah. Thursday night, we will have our post-match um, show at 10pm. Friday, we're off. Saturday, we are off. Liverpool plays Sunday, yeah. don't yeah, Brighton. So Sunday, we'll have two shows. Um, anything else before we go, Kev? Nah, man, I think we've all had enough now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I think Some mad are. results tonight in the Champions League, though. Uh, Some mad results uh, in the Champions League. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Um, yeah, I've seen a couple, but um, United were beating again, weren't they? United were beating. Some good goals in it, though. Some good yeah. goals in it. Yeah. Arsenal beating as well. Saka went off injured. Yeah, there's, there's a few bits yeah. have gone on tonight, but um, yeah. we'll concentrate tomorrow on the Premier League and we'll concentrate on towards you on Liverpool and we'll see how it yeah. goes. Thanks for to everyone in the chat. Um, hit the like, hit subscribe, hit the bell icon, hit all that, and um, we'll see it very, very soon. Over and out. Podcast Network.